You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Ruthie Fearberg, and this is Why We Theater. The podcast that digs into the onstage works we love to make the offstage change we need. After all... That is why we theater. Hello, everyone. Happy April. I hope you all are doing well. I am revving up for the busiest month of the theatrical year. You see, with the Tony Awards in June, any Broadway show that wants to be eligible must open by April 28th. Off-Broadway shows have to meet the deadline for the Drama Desk Awards. It's just an avalanche of theater. And I'm excited to be swept up in the storm. In any year, I really have to thank my lucky stars that I get to see all this theater, but this year, after two years without a traditional spring season, it's exciting we are even able to have a busy month. This episode marks the beginning of theater's busy season and the end of the second season of Why We Theater, which is insane. I can't even believe it. This podcast was an ambition of mine for five years before I published the very first episode about Jocelyn Bio's School Girls or the African Mean Girls play. If you didn't join us from the beginning, I urge you to go back to that episode. It's one of my favorites. First, Why We Theater was an epiphany, which morphed into an idea about conversations with playwrights to take the next step inspired by their work. But would it be a blog or a website? It took a year to realize that it would be a podcast, and then it took more years of needing the concept and researching the technical side of podcasting, and yet more years of getting artists on board. There were so many days I thought I might die before the podcast actually became a reality. More than once, I would beg and declare all at once that this podcast will happen if it's the last thing I do. And I was really proud of season one ridiculously proud, and also relieved. But this second season holds a different meaning because it feels like a commitment. I didn't just launch, I stayed. And I was able to stay because all of you have listened. And I plan to stay. To date, I've published 33 episodes and I will be back with more in season three. I'm already researching new shows and planning new episodes. So we will have a little hiatus but we will return. Again, I cannot thank you all enough for listening and for allowing me to experiment and try new things this season, like our mini episodes and the Why We Theater Nows, which brings us to today. Why We Theater Now, April 2022. I have to be honest, 
I haven't seen anything lately that has riled me up to the point of needing to fix things, of homing in on a problem and asking how the heck did we get here and how do we get out. But I have seen a couple of shows that taught me new history and pushed me to ask new questions. This past Saturday, I saw Paradise Square, the new musical from Tectonic Theater Project, which birthed The Laramie Project. Tectonic's artistic director, Moises Kaufman, helms this original musical set in Paradise Square, a section of the Five Points neighborhood in downtown Manhattan. I had never heard of this neighborhood. Apparently, it was founded in 1809 and persisted for about 70 years, and so I hadn't heard of its subsection either. Apparently, the Five Points was the first slum in America, but much more notably, and as portrayed in the musical, it was a place where blacks and whites, mainly immigrants, mixed socially and even by marriage. Imagine that. The musical Paradise Square takes place in exactly 1863, which may sound familiar as it was the middle of the Civil War and the year of the historically infamous draft riots. The musical centers around the Paradise Square Saloon, owned by a free black woman named Nellie, who is married to her love, a white Irish immigrant. Nellie's white sister-in-law, Annie, married a black reverend, and the musical showcases this site, the saloon, as a site of interracial unity and as an explosive den of heat and dance and music and survival. This is the musical that this season has been desperate for. The book balances a lot of storylines. There is a runaway slave and his girlfriend, a young Irish immigrant trying to avoid the Civil War draft, black men wishing they were allowed to serve, soldiers returning from war unable to find work, a white pianist appropriating black stories to write minstrel music, infighting over job shortages, all against the backdrop of a neighborhood where black and white folks actually already see each other as equals. That, to me, was the difference. Every one of these storylines, every one of these beats, speaks to the pathos and even the ethos of why we theater. And I could probably do an entire series just on the issues raised as part of the nuances of Paradise Square. But what stood out most to me was the way that even in 1863, People could forgive a lot, they could understand a lot, they could have compassion for a lot, but, quote, taking someone's job, that was insurmountable. It's a story told over and over and over. We saw it in Lynn Nottage's Pulitzer Prize winner, Sweat. We saw it in Dominique Mauriso's Skeleton Crew. We hear it in the rhetoric of government leaders, of aspiring government leaders in countries all around the world today. They're taking our jobs. This seems to be the line that constantly divides. And so I'm going to investigate that for myself and maybe on a future episode of the podcast, but gotta let it marinate a little bit. Paradise Square just opened April 3rd at the Ethel Barrymore Theater on Broadway, Grab your tickets. Go. Please, please, please go. I was moved to tears twice in Act 1, pushed to sobs in Act 2. It's a story about what is kind of a blip on the great timeline of humanity, but such a significant story of people. And I do feel better 
for having learned about this time, place, and community. And I'd actually be interested to hear which of these issues calls out to you the most. So hit me up. Then there was a solo show called Just For Us. Alex Edelman is beyond brilliant and so funny. I laughed so much. It's an ab workout in a solo show. I saw the show in its original run at the Cherry Lane Theater. It is currently running at the Soho Playhouse in an extended sold-out run, but there are often cancellations, so you can try showing up to the theater 30 minutes before showtime and snagging a seat. Or get your tickets for Alex's upcoming second encore engagement, which will take place from June 13th to July 23rd at the Greenwich House Theater. Go to justforusshow.com. I'll put the link in the show notes. Produced by Mike Berbiglia, Alex's show has a similar essence to those of the likes of Berbiglia and comedians like Jacqueline Novak. The premise of Alex's show. Alex is a stand-up comedian and comedy writer. He became the target of an anti-Semitic tweet, which prompted him to follow a lot of anti-Semites and white supremacists on Twitter and play the cleverest joke on them. You have to see the show to find out what it is. Then, when he saw a tweet inviting people to, quote, explore your whiteness in Queens, yes, Queens, New York City, Alex decided to attend this meeting of white nationalists. Now, when I saw the show, I thought it was an incontrovertible account of how Jews are not white as stipulated by the people who coined whiteness. The show is about Judaism, about Alex's Judaism, about Jewish identity, about identity in general. And I felt a huge validation for myself about how Jews are not really white when it comes down to it. That we can, depending on our skin tone, benefit from white privilege, but make no mistake, we're not white. And then I read what Alex recently told Peter Marks of the Washington Post. He said... The show is not about if Jews are white. Personally, I think it's about a gray area where Jews are classically other in a way that this binary doesn't serve. And it got me thinking, why is everything so binary? Why must it be either or? Why can't we accept multiple coexisting truths? These questions are why we theater. So I hope you'll continue to see provocative theater during this hiatus, theater that makes you question, but also theater that makes you want to act and create change. If you see something you think is right for an episode of the pod, please DM me at whywetheater on Twitter or Instagram. But until season three, happy theatering. Why We Theater is a product of the Broadway Podcast Network. It's edited and mixed by Derek Gunther. If you like the show, subscribe at bpn.fm, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review and tell your friends. Our theme music is by Benjamin Velez. Special thanks to Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, Lee Silverman, Patrick Taylor, Wesley Birdsall, Elena Mayer, and Suzanne Chipkin. For more resources for change, info about our guests, and more, visit us at whywetheater.com. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.